dini netaunte sa siku pibawila tsene liye odohuni Today is the 14th of February 2018 it's Wednesday Mania kavama midda ajima do bugu ya jongni ogere Yesterday Sayato mentioned in his Dhamma talk the most powerful metta person. Rima Nimigu Tapuya Tanel Lainere Ningurima La Boma Tidaro Yahula Chidalu Meda Chenaimu Meda Tanaimu Yogere. Sayado mentioned that the Buddha had metta for Angurimala, uh, who followed the Buddha with a knife and wanted to kill him. So he had metta for Angurimala in the same way as he had metta for his son Rahula. Today Sayado wants to talk a little bit more um, about Angurimala. So Angulimala had been an advisor to the king of Kosala. Um, the king of Kosala, he had an advisor. So one day the wife of that advisor she got pregnant. day that child, the boy, was born, there were also many weapons appeared in the country. 
So though Aria, because she often goes back to Switzerland, she has forgotten Myanmar language. <laughs> <coughs> So these weapons, they were, they were very shiny. So there was like a radiance going out from these weapons. And so when Kosala, the king of Kosala, came to know about this, he got very frightened, very uh, afraid, and he could not sleep anymore. Then a bit later, the advisor um, went to the king of Kosala. So the advisor <coughs> then asked the king, um, did you sleep well? Have you been asleep? And the king said, no, I could not sleep because um, the weapons, they, they shine very strongly. And that's why the king was very afraid and he could no longer sleep. And the king said to the advisor, oh, why is this happening? Please inquire into this. And so then the advisor, he, he tried to read the signs of the stars or astrology. And then uh, the advisor uh, said, well, it's because um, there is the birth of a certain child which has caused the weapons to be so shining. And the advisor further said, and today is the day when my wife has given birth to a child, to a son, and this is the reason 
why the weapons have such a strong radiance. And it was concluded that because this child was born under bad stars or bad signs, that this child would become um, a bad person. And then the king asked, well, this child will he become a bad person just by himself or will he be a bad person uh, within a group of bad persons? And the advisor said, no, it's, um, it's going to be a single per, uh, person who is bad. And then uh, the question was asked, so uh, should this child be killed or not? And then the king said, well, if this child will just be a single bad person, then um, there is no need to kill this child, but uh, raise this child. And so then they gave the name uh, Ahimsa come to the child. And uh, when the child, when the boy was a young man of 16 years, um, he went to the university. And so the young man, the student, he was very obedient and he had a lot of respect for his teacher, for the wife of his teacher, and he fulfilled all the duties that the student has for his teacher. Among all the students, he was the most obedient student. So the, the student, he fulfilled all the duties towards the teacher uh, at the university and he even fulfilled uh, his duties towards his teacher at his home. 
ตัวทอกบีไฮด์เดอะแบ็คออฟอะฮิมซาคาออฟดิสตูเดนท์ตูคอสอ่าเดสตาร์ทตูทอกอบาวท์ไลค์ฮาวมัชเดทีเชอร์เอ่อเฟเวอร์ดเดสตูเดนท์อะฮิมซาคาฮาวมัชเดทีเชอร์สไลฟ์
in order to show the respect for one's teacher. And then Ahimsaka asked, well, what do I need to bring you in order to show this respect? Then the teacher said, well, Ahimsaka, uh, for those who have uh, finished their studies, completed their studies, then uh, to show the special respect to the teacher, these people, these students, have to bring 1,000 fingers uh, to the teacher. So the teacher was very tricky. Um, actually, he wanted to kill the student. So his request that Ahimsaka bring him 1,000 index fingers from other people uh, meant that he needed to kill uh, 1,000 people and the teacher thought that by doing so or before he would be able to have killed all these people Ahimsaka would be killed. Um, but Ahimsaka, he was a very, very strong young man. It is said that he was strong as seven elephants. So the, he was so strong that even if somebody was um, sent after him, um, to overcome him, to kill him, what was basically impossible. So then Ahimsaka went into the forest um, and he waited at the side of a path that was frequently used by people. So then, whenever uh, somebody would come along this path through the forest, Ahimsaka would kill the person and cut off the index finger of this person. And then he would this index finger on a string and wearing it as a garland around his neck. And then uh, 
uh, he killed the second person coming through, cut off his index finger, and put it on his garland. So in this way, he killed one person after another, and each time he cut off the index finger and put the index finger on his garland, which he was wearing around his neck. It was like a garland, uh, or like um, a garland of flowers that women wear around their necks. And so that's why he got the name Anguli Mala. Anguli Mala Anguri Mala, uh, this uh, means uh, a garland of fingers. So in this way, um, he <coughs> killed one person after another, cut off their index fingers, and put them uh, on his garland, which he was wearing around his neck. And so in this way, he killed people until he had 999 fingers on his garland. So the teacher had asked for 1,000 index fingers, and this meant that he needed one more index finger. And so Anguri Mala thought, well, now I need only one more finger, and so then my garland of 1,000 fingers is complete, then I can go back to my teacher and pay respect to my teacher with this special present. So, Anguri, Anguri Mala was not a person without paramis. Actually, uh, the paramis of Anguri Mala were um, quite developed. And actually, Anguli Mala was not uh, a, a bad person um, from, from birth, but he became a bad or wicked person because of the environment in which he grew up, in which he had lived. So that's why um, certain environments can be uh, very dangerous.
So a good and conducive environment can help to become a good person, to lead a good life, but a bad uh, environment can mm, make one a bad or wicked person. Angulimala was actually a good person, a virtuous person, but um, through the environment he lived in, he became a bad or wicked person. So, on that particular day, he was reflecting that now he needed only one more index finger to uh, have his garland of 1,000 fingers complete and he decided that he was going to kill anybody who would come on the forest path and he told himself even if my mother uh, would come I would kill her even if my father would come I would kill him <coughs> However, in the meantime, the news about this killer had spread. People knew that um, it was dangerous to go through that forest, and so uh, nobody took this forest path anymore. And when nobody uh, came anymore through the forest, actually Angori Mala then left the forest and went to nearby villages and killed people in the villages. And so the people in the villages, they were very much afraid and they left their villages. So the people were so afraid of Angulimala that they didn't stay in their villages anymore, but they left their villages and went to live in the town. So then the people went to the king, uh, the king of Kosala, and they told him about Angulimala and they asked him to please 
um, to please catch Angulimala. And so because the people really pleaded with the king to, uh, to catch Angulimala, then the king gave the orders to uh, catch Angulimala. And so the king then gave the order that all uh, strong men from the kingdom um, needed to come the following day in order to search for Angulimala and then get hold of him. And so then uh, this news um, also reached Angulimala's mother. And so the mother somehow knew that this killer was her son, Angulimala, and as she had heard that the following day they would set out to get hold of him. So very early in the morning she took some uh, food, cooked some rice, and then she went uh, to that forest where it was said that Angulimala was living. So then, uh, as she was walking, she uh, looked for him, but she was also um, speaking very loudly into the forest. Angulimala, the, the king or the strong man uh, of the kingdom, they will come and search for you. They will come and catch you. So please run. Please run away. So Angulimala uh, heard this voice and he also saw the person and he realized that this was his mother. And at that very time, the Buddha looked over the world with his omniscience and uh, Angulimala appeared in his mind. And the Buddha knew that Angulimala um, had perfections. And the Buddha knew that 
his paramis were so ripe that even within this lifetime he could become an arahant, fully liberated. Mm. And um, he also knew that Angulimala uh, had the intention to kill his mother, but by killing his mother, uh, he would not be able to become an arahant. So, so now Saito uh, is just giving you some general knowledge, saying that um, if a person has the paramis to become an arahant, to become fully liberated in this lifetime, then this is not possible if he kills either his mother or his father or an arahant or if he causes uh, a Buddha to bleed. So these deeds prevent a person to become fully enlightened in that lifetime, although the person would have uh, the paramis to become fully enlightened uh, in this life. So then the Buddha was, was reflecting, thinking that this Angulimala has the perfections to become fully enlightened, become an arahant in this life, but if he is going to kill his mother, then that would not be possible. So I better go and save him, the Buddha thought. So, as said, Angulimala had decided that whoever would come uh, to the forest today, he would kill this person, even if it were his mother or his father. And now, actually, uh, his mother had come into the forest, his, he heard her voice, he saw her, he knew that it was uh, her, his mother, and so, based on his decision, he took his knife and ran after his mother. Uh, 
So Angulimala was running after his mother with his knife. The mother was running for her life and uh, shouting, Angulimala, I'm your mother. Angulimala, I'm your mother. But still, Angulimala was running after her. And although Angulimala knew that this person was his mother, he kept running after her because he wanted one more index finger to make his garland of 1,000 fingers complete. And so, when Angulimala was running after his mother, and at that time, the Buddha, by his supernormal powers, appeared between the two of them and stood there. Um, actually, he did not stand still, but he walked in a normal pace. And so then <coughs> uh, Angulimala thought, hmm, okay, now there is another person, a monk. I uh, do not follow my mother anymore. I will not kill my mother anymore. But instead, I will uh, follow this monk, kill him, and get the index finger from this monk. Angulimala <laughs> So the Buddha was going uh, slowly or in a uh, slow pace and Angulimala was running as fast as he could but he could not um, catch up with the Buddha. He could not get closer to the Buddha. So, um, this was so because the Buddha used his um, special powers, and so although he was walking at a slow pace, Angulimala could not catch up with him. So Angulimala, this strong man, as much as he was exerting himself, he could not catch up with the Buddha. And so then after some time, he uh, got very tired and was breathing very heavily. So 
And at that time, the Buddha had no dosa, no anger or hatred towards Angulimala, who was about uh, to kill him. But uh, instead of anger, the Buddha was full of metta for Angulimala. Angulimala said, Go. And so when Angulimala was so tired that he could no longer run, then he started to shout, Monk, stop! Hey, Monk, stop! And and so the Buddha then uh, replied to Angulimala said, Angulimala, I have stopped. It's you that have not, has not stopped. I have stopped. You are running. So when Angulimala heard these words, he started to reflect, thinking, well, when a monk talks, he does not uh, tell lies, he speaks the truth. So there must be some meaning to his words when he says, I have stopped, but you have not stopped. And so then Angulimala uh, asked the monk, um, Bante, um, you know, you say, I have stopped. You have not stopped, but actually, mm, you are still walking, but you say, I have stopped. What is the meaning of this? And so then the Buddha replied, um, you know, I have stopped. That means I have stopped to do unwholesome deeds. I have stopped to um, tell lies. I have stopped to kill other people. I have stopped to cut them off their fingers. So I have completely stopped to engage in any kind of unwholesome deeds. That's why I say I have stopped. But you, you have not yet stopped because you are engaging in unwholesome deeds. You kill people, um, you shout at people, so you have not stopped. You are still committing unwholesome deeds. 
ကိပညာတက်ကိပညာရှင်ကိပညာတက်သူတော်ဒါသိသွားပြီးဟိုငါအခုသူတွေလို့သူတွေမြတ်စွာတက်အခုသူတွေလို့ဒီအခုသူတ
Or else, when you are practicing metta meditation and metta meditation for a person who has harmed you or wronged you in any way, and so then if dosa and the defilements arise at such a moment, you, re you should reflect on the uh, powerful and strong metta of the Buddha as illustrated in this story. Now Sayadaw will tell what one meditator from the first metta retreat was uh, reporting to Sayadaw. Um, the person said that when Sayadaw gave the instructions to cultivate metta for a benefactor, um, the person cultivated metta for uh, the mother. So the meditator said that when she was young, the mother treated her not nicely. She was scolding her, she was shouting at her, and she did many things that were not nice. And so um, then uh, she got angry. And the meditator said that basically she loves her mother, but when she remembered these episodes from when she was small, then uh, anger was arising. Um, this is, or this can happen, that when one cultivates metta for a certain person, that one remembers incidents from before where the person had shouted at oneself or abused oneself or harmed or wronged oneself and so then uh, anger arises in one's mind. So this can happen but if that happens then one should reflect on the strong quality of metta that the Buddha had. Uh, so one should reflect that, you know, the Buddha um, did not get angry at Angulimala 
although Angulimala wanted to kill the Buddha, so then Manjushri and the Buddha was still full of metta for Angulimala. So one should reflect uh, in that way that now for the person uh, who is the object of one's metta meditation and if one gets angry at that person because of some memories or incidents that have happened, one should um, realize that or one should try not to uh, get caught up in anger but one should try to really cultivate metta for that person. So and this reflection um, will be especially useful later on when you are instructed to cultivate metta for a person you hate or for a person uh, who is your enemy then at that time when anger arises you should resort to this reflection reflecting about the great power of the Buddha's metta so then, with the help of these reflections <coughs> and the practice of cultivating metta for other people, then later on one will be able to cultivate metta for any person, for any being, and... Um, so then no more anger will arise. So um, you should try to uh, develop metta for you should try to develop metta continuously uninterruptedly so you there should be nothing that could um, interfere with your metta or nothing that could uh, cause a disruption of your metta practice and when you're able to continuously uninterruptedly cult cultivate metta, then your metta will become stronger. So may you be able by continuously cultivating metta to uh, experience happiness and peace in both body and mind, may you become virtuous per people. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.